This podcast is sponsored by Hibu, an award-winning e-commerce fulfillment provider, helping online businesses grow by taking care of all their order fulfillment needs, picking, packing, and posting products to customers all over the world. Fuel your growth and fulfill your ambitions with Hibu. Hello and welcome to Three Peeps in a Podcast, the bonus show. Well, we said it was a potential banana skin, and to some extent it was, but maybe we would have lost that this time last season, and we earned a score draw at Ashton Gate. City now 10 unbeaten. Unbeaten this year, Matt. Uh, our three words from Lee were wizardly, weakened, wasteful. Your thoughts, please. Yeah, um, I think it was what we expected, really. Um, my mate Andy's a, a Wigan fan messaged me when he saw the teams and said, oh, we've come to park the bus. Um, he's very much looking for a point um, and then we'll go from there. And that's the way it panned out. I think had we scored earlier and they'd have had to open up a little bit more, then who knows if it had been different. Um, a shame that we, we conceded the goal that we did in the manner that we did. Um, but it wasn't all negative. As you say, it's unbeaten again. I thought the performance of Mimetti was excellent. Joe Williams, excellent. Um, so yeah, the the only thing I would say is it it riles me a little bit when people say, "Well, if you just said at the start of the week, you know, we get four points from those two games, that makes no difference. We beat Norwich, that was three. We should have been looking for six points for those two games. So I'm disappointed because it should have been six points. Yeah. Um, and we can set up well, but they weren't great. You could see for me that they were a side low on confidence and a side that was struggling. But but as I said. I reckon we'd have probably lost that last season. Um, oh, I agree. Agree. Right. And 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 actually, Patch, bar a very good save from Max O'Leary very late on, we would mm. have done, wouldn't we? They they created the better chances at the end, but yeah. So with Lee's three words, we're now getting a bit of a summary as to what the three words represent. So it's become like Lee's 33 words now. <laughs> uh, so I'll just read out what he said. He said, you're a wizard, Addis. Yeah. was a positive tonight other than that we were unnecessarily weakened and also quite wasteful with the ball in good positions i thought more below par performances than above par for me well we'll come on to the ratings a bit later it, on it's funny though mate like you say the, the wizardy bit i was listening to radio bristol on the way home and um steve who i, who I like steve and got a lot of time for steve but he found that and was asked that when when he was sort of asked about anis he was uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure he's ready yet or worse to that effect. And I'm like, Steve, I don't know what game you've watched then, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so, maybe yeah. he was in the bar watching Arsenal Man City. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, so our guest today is a returning guest. It's Mark Powell all the way from Cornwall. Mark, how are you, sir? Very good. Thank you, Patch. Very good. You're looking a bit tanned on the face there from your uh, your trip to Lizard. <laughs> to the Lizard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that might have been Miami and everywhere else. Yeah, this is Miami and the Caribbean, guys. Top yeah. So I didn't want to. I didn't want to big you up too much. Um, but yeah, no. So obviously you get lovely weather down there. But today you're joining us. I gather is some miserable weather in Bristol. Yeah, it's not very nice down here today. No, yeah, no, no sunbathing today, mate. No. Well, we'll do our check in. Um, despite the weather, it's Friday. We're recording this on Friday, right nine a.m. Um, actually, what I think of it, a big happy birthday to Bobby Shadow Williams, one of the FPA ambassadors and a, a nicer man you won't meet. So a big happy birthday to, to Bobby. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he travels birthday, travels to most home games from Reading still with his yeah. with his wife. So, yeah, lovely guy. Yeah. Um, right. We'll do our talk club check in. Mark, how are you out of 10, sir? 
Oh, I'm a, I'm a good seven, mate. I'm a good seven. I think with a bit of sunshine, I would have been an eight. Um, <laughs> and uh, we're, we're going to Cherry Trees in Padstow for lunch. So time I'll have mm. lunch there, mate. I'll, I'll be a nine later on today. Oh, <laughs> they do the best pavlovas. Uh, I know. It's, it's the pavlova uh, or the um, toffee uh, popcorn cheesecake. I haven't decided which one I'm going for yet, but it'd be one of them. Well, they used to do a hot chocolate called Thunder Thighs as well, which was quite interesting. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Right. Um, Matt, yourself? Um, yeah, I'm probably a seven. A um, little bit early for me on my day off, but I knew Mike was joining, so, you know, fair play. Yeah. Well, actually, um, you thought the moose was joining. That's why I you did. were you agreed I, to do an early podcast. Exactly. Yeah, but I would have done the same for Mike. <laughs> um, yeah, so probably a seven. Like you say, weather's not great. I've got a, a drive to Wigan later on, and then uh, obviously Sunderland tomorrow, so looking yeah. forward to that, but yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm an eight. I've got a day off. Um, I've got a pickleball tournament in a minute, which I'm looking Ooh. forward to. Yeah, for those who don't know what pickleball is, look it up. Um, and yeah, then I've got a, a lot planned for the rest of the day. So looking forward to the day. So yeah, an eight from me. Right. Um, starting lineup was Max Hulleri, George Tanner, Zach Viner, Atkinson Pring. So no surprises there. James Williams Scott. Uh, Vyman, Cornick, Mimetti. Matt, your thoughts on that? We we expected potentially a Williams or a Scott not to play due to uh, them being one booking away from suspension. Um, but three out, three in up top. I don't think we've got any choice in the middle. Um, so I think Joe Williams and Alex Scott both have got to play. Both know they're on that that sort of situation with the booking. Um, the shame has been that so many of both of their bookings have been silly bookings, not even ones you take for the team. Or So I was not, not surprised there. And I actually wasn't surprised with the three up top. Um, you know, you've signed Cornick, you've signed Mametti to play. You know, they're not, they're not, I mean, I suppose Mametti is more of one for the future, but he's played 28, 29 games in the championship for Wickham. Um, so I wasn't overly surprised. It's really easy in hindsight for people to say, oh, three changes up front was too many. Should have kept Naki. I thought, why not? You know, Damned you're playing... if you do. Damned if you exactly. don't. That you're, one. You're, you're playing Wigan. <laughs> if we'd come out of that winning 3-0, Cornick had scored and Mimetti had put in the performance. Everyone would have been going, what brilliant man management and, yeah. you know, great. So I, I didn't have a problem with it. I've got to be honest. And what? I think you can change your forward line far easier than you can change probably your middle or your back. I think, it, you know. You've got yeah. those options, haven't you? Yeah, for me, Mark, it was about getting them some minutes on the pitch. Andy Vyman's back from injury. He's only played up until that point about eight minutes, nine minutes on the pitch. So great to get him a full game. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, when I seen it, you know, I did, you know, raise my eyebrows a little bit, but I, a bit like what you guys have just said, I did think at the time, not, a, you know, it's this. This is a this is not a bad move. It gets it gets the players on the pitch. Um, uh, and I and I I said at the time. You know, and I did wonder if he was going to change all three at some point at the same time later on in the game, yeah. um, because he could have done that as well. Then just brought the the the, the three from the Norwich starting lineup on um, and change it around again. You know, very very quickly. Um, and I thought, yeah, you, you've got to give these guys a chance at some point. So so when are you going to do it? And if mm. if you're going to go and do it at home to Wigan, is a far better time to give guys uh, time on the pitch than it is away to Sunderland. Absolutely, yeah. All right, okay, let's get through the minutes then. So seventh minute, great triangles between Scott, Tanner and Williams. Great ball possession. And then the ball then whips across to Vyman, who tries like a back flick cut, but it's cut out. 
Um, and then Scott cuts inside from the right and opts to take a long range strike, Matt. Um, so some really good ball retention, some really good flair on display. Andy Vyman looked up for it with the back flick that just didn't come off, but that would have been some goal if that had. And then Alex Scott driving into the middle and taking a shot from all of 20 yards is good to see. Scott was showing all of his confidence when he early on in that game. He um, he just looks a player. Um, and uh, listening on the on the radio, people were sort of talking about him and saying, "You're not, you're not going to get 25 million for him in the summer." And you know, because player sides sides are going out and signing players for 10 million who are internationals. In but the kid's 19 and he's mm. performing like he's performing. Um, I just love watching him. You know, a, a game we were talking about when we sat there. We all fully expect him to be sold in the summer because some, you know, a big club's going to come in for him. But I hope he does go to a big club. I hope it's one of those moves for him. Um, or if not, and and I don't mean this to sound disparaging, they're not a big club, but probably a club like Brighton, a club that will kind of nurture him and allow him to play the way that he will play. But he's just a joy to watch, isn't he? And that move, like you said, in the, the, the corner, he had one little sort of back heel reverse again to flick the ball there. Yeah, he's, he's just quality. I love watching him. Yeah. Um, Mark, for you, I'm not going to give away any ages, but you've been watching Bristol City for a little bit longer than me and Matt. Um, <laughs> what? Um, how do you see Alex Scott? Do you see him compared to anybody or is he just out on his own? No, as a as a flair player, he, he, I think he's the he's the best I've seen of of that you know of the of the young generation. As you say, the the, the move where he, he dropped his shoulder, he went past a couple of players. He's cut inside. He's on his weaker left foot, um, and he's he's now got the confidence to have that strike, which is which was great actually because I, I think he, he he far too often passes the ball, and and I, I do like to see you know players who get themselves into a good position. You know, have a go. You've created it, and he did. Yeah. He created that 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 space for himself out of nothing. Um, he, yeah, I think I agree with you, Matt. He, I'm fairly sure he'll go in the summer, um, yeah. and I just hope it's it's uh, an established, well established Premiership team that he goes to and goes on to to bigger and greater things. Yeah. And I I see no reason why he, he he won't. I think it's fabulous when you read um, and you know, I know we're on sort of social media and stuff, but you read other clubs, fans in the Premier League yeah. talking about players they'd like to sign and how special a talent he is. And I think sometimes you only realise how good a player is when they leave you and you see them sort of later on. Yeah. Um, with Alex Scott, he's a little bit like Tammy, I think, that you know you've got something special there. Tammy yeah. probably didn't fulfil it in the way that you expected him to at Chelsea, but he's obviously doing amazingly at Roma. But yeah, he's he's a special, special talent. What I would say is, I think with his his dad and his family around him, um, the fact, he, you know, obviously he lives with Tommy Conway as well. He's got really good advisors around him, it seems. And, and they might say to him, do you know what? Have a season in the championship again. Play with Bristol City and see how you get on. You, you just don't know. But I also think if a big club comes calling for you, you don't ever know whether that's going to happen again, do you? You can't, yeah. you can't really turn it down. So, no, yeah, exactly. it was, it was like you said, great passage of play patch. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens in the summer. Right, 14th minute, last ditch defending from a Wigan corner. Max comes and misses. And then it caught, it, the ball comes back in and City do well to clear. And then there's a really good block from Joe Williams just before um, another cross comes over. So couple of passages to play there, uh, Mark, where you can see that Wigan are up for this. They are sort of fighting and they've been been um, given a new lease of life under under Maloney. Um, but 
equal to it, Joe Williams getting the blocks in as he has done the last few games. Yeah, the defense was was holding quite you know holding firm there. Um, the 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 worrying stat for as we went into the game was that uh, Wigan, although they're the lowest goal scorers in the division, have scored more goals than anybody else from corners. They've scored nine from corners more than anyone else. Um, and when the balls were coming in and and you know some of their physicality and what have you, that was a worry. But the 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 guys were standing up well to it. And as you say, there was a couple of good blocks getting in. Um, and I, and I thought it, 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 several times during the game, um, and I've not seen anyone uh, mention this yet, I thought Wigan overall, they ran their socks off chasing and harrying and closing our players down all game, actually. And yeah, uh, um, there was a suspicion, are they just going to park the bus? But they didn't, you know, and they came out whenever they had the opportunity, they, they, they came out and, and they had a good go at us. Yeah, absolutely. 21st minute, Mametti shows great skill to get some space, puts a cross in, which Alex Scott just can't get out from under his feet, Matt. That was a moment where you thought, right, put your foot on it, take a shot, but just could not get control of it. Yeah, it was. Um, we we didn't get the ball enough to Mametti early on. Um, I think it, that was probably the first time he touched the ball. Um, as yeah. strange as that sounds, he was doing a lot of work, but Rob Atkinson tended to come out with the ball and almost sort of came inside. He wasn't looking at what I would have thought was the more natural ball to Mimetti. Yeah, that Wigan were defending well, but Mimetti definitely had space for that. But uh, immediately you can see what a player he is, Patch. Um, and yeah, with Scotty, you did, like you say, it was stuck under his foot and you just wanted him to get it out and, and, and get the shot away. But yeah, yeah it was a, another good move. And I agree with Mike. W- Wigan, um, yes, they had certain tactics, obviously anything near and around the box, they were the long throws in. And we, I said it when we used to do it with Callas or with Viner. It's a tactic I really hate to see. I find it really dull. And as a fan watching it, you know, when it's your own team, you sort of think, dear, you know, we've got to be better than that. But they're in the position that they're in. So, mm. um, but it wasn't a negative display from them. Like I agree with Mark F- Fletcher up front, the ex-Man U youngster. Um, you know, he was he was causing problems running around a lot mm. of it on his own. Um, but yeah, I thought they looked decent. I'll be surprised if they're in the bottom three come the end of the season. Yeah. Okay, 37th minute, Marcus, the opening. Simple ball from James up the line to Mimetti, who was in a bit of space. He cuts in, delivers a chipped cross. Um, almost looked effortless the way he sort of chipped that ball into the box. And Atkinson was in space himself to head home with power, which we've seen before. Another great goal for Rob Atkinson. Yeah, when it was Rob who kind of started that whole move, because he was a, he was the guy bringing the ball out from the back. Um and when he was bringing the ball out from the back, it was creating a bit more space up, up ahead. Yeah, and it was Fletcher, who we've just mentioned, who bundles him over unceremoniously yeah. to stop him. Um, and again, it was a it was a quick ball from from Matty James down the line. And I like I, I, I look at it again on the replay because there was like no backlift from mm. Matty at all. Um, and it was just a fantastic ball. And as the ball came in the ball was only going to end up with one place because it was such a great ball. Oh, no, all Rob had to do, all, all he had to do. That's uh, taking it away from him. But, yeah, he just had to plant his head on it. And, he, yeah, the goal, he had no chance. Yeah, it was it was, it was, was a good goal. I would imagine Wigan wouldn't be happy that they were, they'd switched off so much to allow all this to go on. Yeah. But, yeah, the, 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 the cross in and the header, um, yeah, brilliant. Matt, I think we all had time ourselves to go to the toilet, come back up, and watch Rob Atkinson head the ball. I think we all headed the ball in with him as well. It, it was one of them <laughs> where 
immediately you're looking at the linesman and then almost the celebration was a little bit have they, did they, have they scored? Like, did they realise this goal? Well, Rob ran know? one way and everyone else yeah, ran to Mimetti, didn't Mimetti, they? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Mimetti's cross, it, it, I don't know I don't know which part of his foot, and I've tried to sort of slow it down and really see. The laces, um, I think. Well, it yeah. looks like that. I mean, and and the, I, I've again, I've seen some people say he hit it with the outside of his foot, but if he hits it with the outside of his foot, it's got a different sort of yeah, spin it on it. Straight. It's more coming in across, isn't it? Um, but Mark said it, no, no backlift at all. Um, and I just think, I mean, he's the sort of player, Mimetti, that, that gets fans off their seat, for one. Yeah. Um, his energy, you know, he was chasing, he was tackling. Um, but when you see him put quality in like that, I think when he scores, you're going to see a different level of game from him because there were moments, I think he will be the one that we end up getting the penalty Um yeah. For because the way that he comes in the box and the way that he moves the ball, I think defenders are going to end up making mistakes. But yeah, it was a, a really lovely ball across. And and then you think we're going to go on and win this now because you just thought the confidence, the the, the goal was near his half time. So again, you're going in with confidence. Um, but again, fair play to Wigan with the way that, that they they changed their options and came back into it. Just on the on the the penalty or lack of Mark. Um, we got into the box quite a few times with some nice runs and every time you're just like, you're on the edge of your seat, not yeah. waiting to score a goal, just waiting to see if there's any chance we could get a penalty. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's become almost like a, a secondary part of the game, isn't it? Really? Yeah. yeah, it we is. can't get a goal. I can't see the goal. I want to see that, you know, I was there when we got the penalty. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And I, I, was, I, I thought at one Maybe. point, right, I'm just going to nip down to the toilet and I thought, I can't leave my seat just in case we get a penalty, <laughs> let alone a goal. There's going to be T-shirts and um, stickers printed when it comes about. And oh, my God. Maybe even a statue for the player that gets it next to John Attia. <laughs> yeah. our, um, our own our own Nigel Whittle, I think, is on uh, Radio 5 again, and he reading his ode to the, the penalty. Oh, the, uh, the the ode that was exclusively played on Three Peaks in a Podcast. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and also uh, Radio Bristol, I believe. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, yeah, good good work, Nige. But you're right. And and actually, Patch, when you've got the likes of Mimetti, Scott, and Pring, the way that Pring sort of is in the area, yes. sure, surely to God it's going to come one day this week, <laughs> you know, this season. Got yeah. to. It's right. got to be against Man City, hasn't it? Oh, well, God. Yeah. That, that was, the, was that the last penalty we got? Bobby Reed at the Etat? <laughs> no, not quite, was it? Chris Martin away at Coventry. Yeah. I know, I know, I know. Uh, 45th, 45th minute, Christ grazes the crossbar as the ball rolls loose on the edge of the box. So Christ TA, um, we looked at his stats at the end of the game that someone put up on Twitter. 100% successful dribbles, three, three out of three tackles won, ball recoveries eight, uh, ground duels one, aerial duels one, interception, pass completion rate ninety five percent. Really impressed with him, Matt, in terms of uh, the the amount of running that he did, and yeah, he just looked dangerous. I got a feeling he's on loan from somewhere abroad. Um, ah, right, okay, I'll have a look. Yeah, have a look. Um, I want to say sport in Lisbon, but I might be wrong. Um, yeah, really good, and and that shot. It, what was quite interesting with it is that I think it came from a corner or a, an attack. Joe Williams cleared it, but he cleared it straight centrally um, to um, Christ. First time shot, and and Max is beating all ends up. If it's if it's you know what six inches lower, it's probably in the back of the net. Um, it's on name from a Czech team, Slovan Liberec. Ah, is he right? Okay, yeah. Um, but Joe Williams and Max O'Leary then have a real barney about it 
because Max is obviously yes. saying to Joe about not clearing it in the way that he did. Joe Williams is kind of, you know, not having any of it. And that went on for a little spat, you know, for sort of 30 seconds as he's walking away from it. So and I don't mind that, actually. I don't mind seeing them both kind of, you know, showing a little bit of uh, a little bit of fight with it. But yeah, good, good strike. And he and he was impressive. The sort of midfielder that, that we're lacking in terms of that energy, you know, getting back, getting forward. And and, and I'm sure midfield is a, an area that, that Nigel Pearson will be looking at in the summer. This is a message from the Bristol City Former Players Association. Throughout last season, we brought a number of ex-players back to Ashton Gate. We were pivotal in delivering celebratory events, including the Ashton Gate 8 40th anniversary, and we also celebrated the stars of the 60s who were paraded on the pitch. This season, we will be commemorating some important moments in the club's history and some very important people who were part of our club. If you would like to assist with sponsorship of any of these events, please get in touch with me by email to events at bcfcformerplayers.co.uk. In addition, we are always on the lookout for any interesting artefacts from the club's history to add to our ever-growing Bristol City archive. Thanks for listening, and my email address again is events at bcfcformerplayers.co.uk. Okay, the halftime summary from Rob. Overall, a fairly moribund half after a reasonably... What does moribund mean? Close to death or dying. Ah, right, okay. Um, It's a part... It was in Partridge once. That's the only reason I know that. Ah, right, okay. Um, After a reasonably bright opening, we lost fluidity going forward. Lots of energy, individually from Mehmeti, Kornick and Weimann, but unsurprisingly, as a new front three, intuition and cohesiveness between themselves and the rest of the team seems to be missing. After a big lull in the game, a goal pretty much came from nowhere. Great work from Mehmeti with the cross and a great finish from Atkinson, although not sure why he was in the centre center of the box all seemed a bit random but we'll take it especially as i had a couple of quid on him to score first hopefully we can crank things up a bit in the second half and pull away right into the 47th minute it's a vimon ball in Messi goes to ground and no penalty we've obviously given this a bit of coverage already mark but i think we're clutching its straws a little bit there we were yeah 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 if we got the penalty for that one we should have had, you know, a good forty penalties since the last penalty. Yeah, that it was, it was, uh, it was never. But it, it's, it's kind of, kind of, it, it's become a bit of a game now. Every time one of our players is down in the box, the fans are screaming for, you know, yeah. for the penalty. Yeah, as much as they're screaming down in section eighty-two, whenever there's a corner, you know, they scream <laughs> yeah, yeah, to say yeah. the ball's out, <laughs> ball's out of the quadrant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I never understand what that's about because. This day and age, anyway, the the ball really doesn't have to be in the quadrant at all, does it? It's you know, I know it's always the circumference touching, of it. it? Or, yeah, the, yeah, the, the, sort of hanging over it. But it's like, oh come on, <laughs> get over it. They're having fun. That a, a leave a alone. Yeah, it's just yeah. a bit of a game, isn't it? Yeah, yeah probably. To run over and have a look. But and but, every, every <laughs> player that goes over and gets booed, and you're like, who did he play for? The X Rangers? Or that's what yeah. Chris sat next to me was saying. He was saying, why are they booing that lad? <laughs> don't know actually not sure um but yeah it was um it's probably he reacted to them in the corner to them in the corner or something probably, but, yeah yeah uh right 40 uh 60th minute now cornick on for uh sorry cornick off for naki wells um and then literally minutes later there's um there's a goal 
Um, and it's a, it's a ball from the right-hand side into the box, goes through a couple of City players, lands to a, to a Wigan striker in, in acres of space, a bit like Rob Atkinson was. And Max O'Leary, you think he's going to save it, and he kind of does, but it sort of squirms over the line, Matt. Yeah, um, I think their their goal was a little bit like ours in so much as I yeah. think it stemmed from a free kick that we just switched off at. Um, the, the guy was allowed space wide. I don't know if it was Max Power. Whips it in, Campering sort of shoves ahead and misses it. Zach Viner sort of swings a leg and misses it. And then it, it comes to Fletcher, who it's a bit of a scuff shot, really. And, and it's one of those where it's so close to Max's body it squeezes in between his body and his elbow and kind of squeezes into the net. Um, in fairness to them, they deserved it. Um, you know, you, you want to see a game out like that for us. And, and But you, you, I don't think any City fans could really begrudge Wigan the point. Um, but it was a poor goal to concede. You know, we just switched yeah. off. Um, and it annoys me a little bit when his fans, we can see that the bloke's not marked and that we've switched off and we're not, we don't recognize that. And we're still not very good at free kicks given someone standing in front of the ball, set yourself. Everyone Dark else hearts. seems to do it. Yeah, exactly that. But it's the modern game now, isn't it? You know, all right, you don't want Joe Williams or Alex Scott probably doing it because they'll have got a booking. But um, yeah, it was a poor goal to concede, a, a really poor goal to concede. Yeah, Mark, for you, any thoughts on that, on that goal? Well, the trouble is, we they they'd had a couple of good opportunities before that, in, including uh, one cross where the ball went all the way through the six yard box, um, and it went went behind one of those strikers. So it, it's not as if we hadn't had uh, a number of warnings. Shots fired. Up. Yeah, and and as Van said, you know that ball travelled an awful long way. It was, you know, is it's not like it was. Uh, uh, in the air and it landed at the guy's feet. It was it was a, a height that anyone could have got uh, something on the ball to get it out, and no one did. Yeah. And it just, well, you know, it was fortunate for them. It fell to Fletcher, who was right in front of the box, and all he had to do was do something with the ball, and it was going to go in, and it and it did. Yeah. And I think, as Matt said, you can't you can't say they didn't deserve it at this point because at this point in the game. They had all the ball, really. We hadn't had another shot in anger or an attempt on anger. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, 66th minute. Tanner ball up the line to Vyman. And his cross is blocked with Wells free in the middle. So it's a bit of a shame that he didn't find the man there. And then minutes later, it was another Vyman ball across the face of goal, which goes begging, Matt. So we're, we're, we're asking questions straight after Wigan have scored, um, but just not capitalising on them. I thought Andy Vyman's delivery was really poor on Wednesday. Um, yeah. it, it one that, that I think went out on the full, um, where it was so badly hit. That one, the, the last one, I had a, a little bit of a spat with um, with one of my mates in front, Simon, um, who were both really passionate. So we quite often have little spats, but um, and he and he's You're not right, passionate, Matt. What are you on about? Well, yeah. <laughs> He's right in terms of my, my immediate reaction was kind of Andy, Christ, bloody hell, what are you doing type scenario. And he turned around as if to say, oh, come on, get off his back. Why weren't there anybody in there? But for me, that was a situation where he broke so quickly. Yes, he played it into an area, but Naki Wells was nowhere near that. He had to be pulling the, back, the ball back to the penalty spot for Naki Wells, who was then making that later run. Um, so for me, it was just a poor ball, you know, and, and yes, I get that it was played into an area, but there's no point playing a ball into an area when there's no one in that area. Um, and Andy Vyman could see that. I, I thought 
understandably, because of what you said at the very start, Patch, in terms of the minutes he's had and he's come back from a hamstring, etc. Um, but I thought his his delivery um on Wednesday was really, really poor, Andy Vyman. 69th minute, Williams cross headed onto the bar by Alex Scott, Mark. Um, we saw Alex Scott have a go with his feet, but we've very rarely seen him get his head on the ball. So it was a great cross and his header just grazed the top of the crossbar. Yeah, it it, it was he he didn't quite get up high enough to 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 get over the ball a little bit more and the, the ball was looping and it the ball just didn't loop, you know, it didn't come down quickly enough to go into the fall into the goal. Um yeah, he he did very well with uh, Alex. Um great great cross from um from Joe Williams uh yeah. to pick him out. Um yeah, it was yeah, it it was always going in until it just clipped the bar unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah, it's Matt, not we... something you associate with him, is it? No, no, I was going to say I don't. Um, think, I can't think of any other occasions where he's no, headed but... the ball towards the goal. No, but it, it was a really, really good header. In fact, it was too good a header. Um, the, I mean, Amos, who again I think is ex Manu, um, just watched the ball sort of sail over and and a little bit like Max's with the the Christ one in the first half. You're kind of just hoping or over or at the bar or yeah, mm. whatever. But no, good, good cross and and good header. Just a little bit unfortunate. And then the moment, Matt, where you think, why didn't this just spin the other way? 71st minutes, a, via, a Viner diagonal pass to Mimetti, which great range of passing. He shows great footwork, cuts in, whips one right-footed. And uh, yeah, obviously, I think it was probably a cross, but it's uh, it's hit the post and just sort of bounced back in into yeah. the keeper's hands, yeah. more or less. But um, it was one of those ones where you just think, when are we ever going to get the right spin on yeah. the ball? Just fractions, isn't it? I mean, it, it was a cross, but it was one of those, a little bit, if you saw the Barcelona game last night, where you, you're putting the ball into that area and anything can happen. It can mm. go in, it can get a flick. It's probably too too high of a cross for um, anybody to get anything on it. But yeah, it's it. but again, what it demonstrated was, was Mimetti's ability on the ball and his... Um, desire willingness to to try and get it in there as early as possible and it's not something we've had in quite a while is it a wide player doing that well, Nick, Nick Eliasson's the one that stands probably out the last me. they're probably the last yeah. one but again slightly different players Nick was more around pace um I, I suppose trickery as well he, he liked to step over didn't he but yeah I was hugely impressed with Mimetti um I, I thought it was a really impressive debut um and yeah great cross yeah, great cross. Yeah, yeah again, it, it it was a great cross, but again, if you have a look, there's no back lift. You know, when he when he put yeah. it, it makes it really difficult for a defender trying to cut cut oh. that out because there's no there's no leg going back, and then you yeah. can you got you know that split second to try and get get a block in. No back yeah. lift at all, and the ball came as you say, spinning in really Plus well because he's so quick footed as well, Mark. With not having that back lift, the defender doesn't know. Well, is he going to shape and yeah, go yeah, past absolutely. me, or is he putting the ball in? In yeah, yeah, it was um yeah a, a, again a really good move from him, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, Sykes and Bell warming up on the touchline, ready to strip down, ready to come on for about five minutes. Um, they eventually come on in the seventy seventh for Andy Vyman and Alex Scott. So a slight change of shape there, Matt. Yeah, it was. Mimetti came into the 10. Um, and it's probably my only criticism. No, that's, that's not true. I probably felt we we maybe should have set up slightly differently. But um, he shouldn't have moved Mimetti into the 10. Mimetti was causing all sorts of problems wide. 
And when he moved him, it then lost the impetus a little bit. So I understood him getting him on, um, but he could easily have, have, have changed it around slightly. He didn't, he, I suppose you, you feel like Sam Bell was unlucky not to be playing. Um, and it will be really interesting to see what happens at Sunderland tomorrow. Mm. Um, so I understand why you brought him on and Sam's been playing that role. Um, but I just think it was the wrong move. Mimetti was causing damage out on the left and, and should have stayed out there. Yeah, 86 minutes and Mimetti free kick. Um, but the delivery wasn't great, but the ball's still alive. And then it eventually falls to Cam Pringmark, who uh, slices over. And there was another one where the ball sort of just trickled out towards Cam Pring And you just think, right, have a lash at this one. But yeah, he takes a touch and it sort of comes to nothing. But some moments there towards the end where you think maybe we will get this this win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's interesting. We've talked about all the great crosses from Mehmeti. Then he gets a free kick, yeah, and puffed yeah. it on the floor. Yeah. Um, the the can can bring one. The ball the ball's kind of like um, uh, ricochet to him, and unfortunately, he was always leaning back. Um, and as you say, he's 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 sliced, sliced it over. Um, yeah, at that point, you just think, yeah, it just ain't going to go in again. You know, settle for the draw. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It felt a little bit like that. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah. As you say, it was. It was a couple of chances. Just we never quite looked like we were. Yeah, going to force it. Yeah, Matt it got a little bit niggly then. Um, it was George Tanner coming in, studs up on McLean. Um, he gets up and reacts, and then just after that, Sykes and McLean both booked for pushing and shoving down in the corner right right near you so uh yeah i mean mclean as we know is a, a passionate footballer but uh, yeah it did it almost boiled over yeah i mean mclean's mclean you you know what you're going to get with him he's that fiery irish you know that's just the way that he is um i'm trying to think whether he's had a spat with nigel pearson in the past as well probably um yeah but the George Tanner one was probably in front of you. And, and from where I was, it looked like he may have slipped, was stretching, but it was... It he was, was definitely stretching, but he it, went in and, you know... It like, was probably yeah. close to like his sending off earlier on in the season. I can't think who that was against. Um, where again, same sort of thing. Obviously, what, what annoyed me slightly was McLean made some out of it, then jumped up. Mm. And then you're like, well, you're not, you're not obviously not hurt. But then <laughs> he, he then proceeded to show the ref his socks to kind of indicate that obviously there must have been some damage there. And then the Sykes one, um, he pushes Sykes. As the ball comes over the top, he pushes Sykes in the back. Sykes turns around and reacts, and then the, the two are squaring up, and I think both ended up getting booked. So mm. some are nothing with that. But, yeah, McLean is just one of those players that I think all opposition fans love to hate. I'm a little bit different. I actually don't, don't mind his passion. And actually, if we had someone who could deliver a corner like he can deliver... Mm. Um, you know, it, it wouldn't be a bad thing. Um, but yeah, even Nigel Pearson was having, you could see the two of them were having a little bit of a, <laughs> a discussion. Wigan were obviously looking to get George Tanner sent off. Um, but I think I think it was the right decision. And I will say, Keith Stroud had another good game for me. I don't, I can't call, think of any rickets that he made. <laughs> yes, maybe with the time wasting, but I, I've said to you many times before, Patch, I take timekeeping completely out of the way of the on-field referee. I would have someone else doing it. Um, they can see when it's clearly time wasting and, and stopping the clock. You know, Ben Amos went down after it in a really crap clearance, didn't he? Then made out that he was injured in. So, yeah, but I, I thought Stroud had a good game, to be fair to him. Yeah. Um, get one last opportunity towards the end, Mark. And uh, um, unfortunately, it comes comes to nothing. Um, 
but yeah, it's a, it's a, another. Well, there was the Wigan chance patch, wasn't there as well, that the ball came over, looked like it's going out at the back post all the way, and the, yeah. the guy keeps it in, and, and Max has to come back and make a really good save. Yeah, so, so I, I I must admit, you, you both said about this Max Hillary save at the end, yeah. and I haven't got it written down, so just talk me through right. it. So it's a deep ball to the back post, Mark, wasn't it? And yeah. I don't know if it was um, Keane or one of the other subs, but... Tanner kind of loses him a bit and, and he manages to to literally bring it in from the, the six-yard box on the, the the sort of touchline. Um, Max is out really quickly and he manages to sort of push the ball wide. But yeah, it was a, a really good chance. We switched yeah, off first, again. Yeah, first first off, uh, uh, is it Lang? There's yes, the Callum yeah, Lang. Yeah, he yeah. got the ball. And yeah. it, it, the first time he tries to, he tries to um, knock it back over and it hits Tanner. And first of all, I thought it's it Tanner's arm. I'm thinking, yeah. oh my god! I'm, I'm like, yeah, we're about to see a penalty, but not one we wanted. Yeah. Um, and then Max comes out in and smothers it. Uh, yeah, he's he's right in front of Lang's face. Uh, Lang's yeah. got no chance of getting the ball in. But yeah, he was. They they had the last opportunity uh, of of the game, really. Um, I think it goes back to what you said. That game last season, I think we lose. Because, yeah. and, and and even in the stands, we were all kind of going, oh, you know what's coming, you know what's coming. But I do think this is a different team now. We were all saying it after the Norwich game on Saturday. Yeah. Oh, it's Wigan on Wednesday. God, that's going to be even harder than today because yeah. that mindset yeah. shift potentially, yeah. you've got yeah. to go in with the same mindset that you're playing the top team and things like what, that. What I will say um, from from speaking to a player, and I'm not, I'm not going to say who, um, but they're very, very confident as a group very confident of what they can achieve this season. Um, so they're they're full of belief, this Bristol City team, which as a fan, knowing that, I think is brilliant. Um, yes, you're going to have off Just got to get the fans full of belief as well. Yeah, well, you're going to have <laughs> off games and, and, and none more so. Look, look at Arsenal this season, who have been electric, absolutely brilliant. They go to Everton and get turned over. Now, they would have yeah. expected to win that. So that's, that's why we love the game, isn't it? It's what it is. So... It, yeah. it, it's always a problem when you're playing a team at the bottom. When you get to this time of the season, people are scrapping for everything. They're scrapping yeah. for their lives. Um, it, it's they, they, it's never going to be an easy game. No. And and the difference in this league between the teams at the bottom and the teams at the top ain't that great. No, yeah. it's and not. It's, it's like on a, on the day, anyone can do anyone. Yeah, so I, think... I, I, Matt, I was at um, uh, a conference in London yesterday, and we had a guest speaker, and it was right. someone who works. Um, for a, like a data analyst company, they get all the data in, and it's they. He talked about football and went through like the five most improbable score lines from last season, and I can't remember which ones they were. But he basically was was sort of trying to explain it, and I said, "But the reason we love football is because you never know what's going to happen. No, you, you know, you you never know if the." If we're going to get a, a last minute couple of goals, remember that game home? I think it was Leeds United, and we were two 0 down in the ninetieth minute, and we drew two two. Two two, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that is yeah. why we love football. That's but, why people bet on Pat, football. Patch Mansfield away. I mean, that's oh, exactly. always going to be the one. Yeah. It is. I, I remember. I mean, it doesn't happen very often. No, of and there it are doesn't. statistical anomalies. And I did say to him, so um, the penalty situation at Bristol City. Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. he, he knew nothing about it. But he said, oh, everyone else, up. everyone else in the room that works with Patch is like, oh god. Oh, here, we go. <laughs> here he goes again. But, but you know, over the years, the Man United, Bayern Munich in Barcelona. Yeah, they're they're out of it. They're not winning it. Liverpool in the European final. Yeah, um, Milan, they're not winning it. It's why we love the game. Yeah. Um, and I also, 
yes, I'm, I've, I've got a bit of an affiliation with Wigan because of my friends living there. But there was a bit of me walking out the other night thinking, do you know what? That that coach load of Wigan fans, because there weren't there weren't many there, and I don't mean that sounds a bit disparaging, but there was, you know what, a couple of hundred fans it looked like. How good for them to think, you know, we've got a really important point in their survival battle. And um, it still makes me laugh that there's still this rhetoric going around, oh, we're only seven points off the playoffs. But we're ten off, you know, the, the bomb. The, the forget about the playoffs, and and that's why I was really pleased when I heard George Tanner speaking. Game at a time. If we end up anywhere near that, great. But at the moment, we're where probably all of us on this call thought we would be this season. Yeah. If that, if we improve on that, which I think we will, then it will have actually been yeah, a I'm successful still, season. I'm still top of top of the bottom exactly. half of the league. That's my exactly yeah successful but I do season. Think, I do like. think we can be top ten. With the way oh, yeah. that we've been playing, um, and if we do finish top ten, that that really is a, a great season with what's gone massive progress. Yeah, yeah, huge, absolutely. Okay, Matt, over to you. Let's have a look at uh, how we rate the players from Wednesday. Really difficult um, with with some of them, and and the scores that I've put have been based on what I expect from them as well, and and certainly over recent performances, and and that will kind of come clear as I come through. So Max, I went six, didn't think he had a huge amount. I didn't think either keeper had a huge amount to do. He didn't do anything wrong. His, his kicking had improved, um, which was interesting. Um, so yeah, I went six for Max. I went six for Zach. Um, I, I felt, and, and I went six for Rob Atkinson as well. I did feel with both of them, there was a little bit too much playing the ball across the back between them. Um, and we were a little bit slow at times to to get the ball forward and out and out wide. Um, Zach, to be fair to him, and and you referenced it during the earlier on patch, he hit one or two great diags and balls down the line to chase onto. He's he was almost our most productive outlet in terms of getting the ball forward, um, including the midfielders. So I I thought Zach had a, a decent game in the set. And similarly with Rob, Rob could have been a seven because the goal as well. Um, but yeah, I went six. Probably the contentious ones are, are George and Cam. Um, I went five for both of those because I felt their levels, I mean, they were both two nines against Norwich, um, but I felt their levels dropped considerably in terms of what we, we've we seen them do of late. And Cam in particular, I thought looked quite tired. Um, there were a couple of sort of interceptions that he went for that he missed, a couple of times where... The bloke wide kind of just just got past him with a little bit too much ease. But they're probably also both a little bit harsh. So they're the ones that I'm kind of going, well, uh, they're, we, they're fives we, based on, I've, I've seen them playing so much better. Exactly. And did, the fact know. that they were a, a nine out of 10, both of them, yeah. weren't they? On, on yeah, they Saturday. Yeah. Um, to then put in another eight out of 10 on three days later. Yeah. Know, it's, it's, gonna, it's, it's difficult, but I don't yeah. know whether, as I say, I, for both of them, I didn't feel that their passing was great. Um, Cam, there were a couple of times um, where the ball came across and, and he lashed it one, was a little bit slow on the other, um, didn't quite come off for him. But two fives might be harsh. It might be two sixes. So I'll let you boys decide on that. Go on, Mark. You can decide. Yeah, it, it was a game. It was a game really where there were no standout players were there. It was that kind of game. And, and, I, and I kind of agree with what your score is there. Um, uh, Matt, because I thought there was a number of players who just weren't quite at the races, and 
You know, you've only got to have, you know, several players not quite at their the six. And that's the performance you end up getting. So yeah, no, I would I would go with those scores, Matt. I think because the expectation was set even higher after Saturday, Matt, it kind of explains it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um midfield, similarly in the midfield with with Matty James. Um I just felt Matty was a little bit laboured, a little bit slow in some of what he did um the other night. Um I'm I'm kind of with Matty James. There's moments where I absolutely see what he brings, um, and I can see um, why he's in 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 the side. Um, I just felt the other night again his level had dropped off slightly, so I went five for Matty. Um, Joe Williams, I went seven. Joe was um, Chris's man of the match that you talked about. Um, so yeah, Joe I thought was 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 decent. And mine. Was he your man of the match as well? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought I thought it was a good performance from Joe. And my worry with Joe is um, we need him again on Saturday. And so he's playing sort of three games in a week. Um, so that, that will be interesting to see how he performs on Saturday because that's kind of where he struggled. But it was an energetic display from Joe. But he's another one where you, you're just missing from our midfield the quality of the ball through to the, the front men. Our front men get very little delivery from the middle, do they? So, well, like that ball from Campering for the goal on Saturday. Exactly, exactly, and that's yeah. what we're not seeing from them. But you couldn't fault Joe Williams's display. I thought, I thought Joe was 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 very good. Um, Alex showed Alex moments um, again. You know, we we talked about the early stages, but I think he 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 faded out of the game in the first half, then came back into it in the second half, and then faded again. Um, so I went six for Alex. Um, and again, sort of expectation with him. You're expecting sort of the, the, the big scores. But um, yeah, I went six for Alex. Andy Vine, when I went five, didn't think it was it was a, a great game from Andy, but a, a five because of he's coming back, um, you know, and, and allowing him that, that kind of, um, he needs to get back up to speed. Harry Cornick, I went I went five. And that one I'm, I'm almost feeling is a little bit harsh because he's new to the side. And he's playing in a role that he's not used to playing. I don't. I don't know. I have to say, I'm not seeing why Nigel Pearson sees him as a nine centrally. He's okay in the air, but he's not. He's not going to be winning probably 70 percent of aerial challenges. Um, he's got quite a strange kind of running style where you think, I don't know if he's quick or not. And I don't know if he's energetic or not. Now, apparently, stat-wise, he is. Nigel Pearson says he can repeat the sort of runs that he does over and over again. But it's early days for him. I'm not writing him off at all. I do think he will be um, a benefit to the side. Um, but, yeah, I just didn't I didn't see enough from him the other night to, to warrant, yeah, that's that's a six. Where did he play for Luton? Where did he, he play so for he, Luton? He played in kind of one of the wider front positions. Um, so, like, in a three? Yeah, 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 yeah. What, yeah. left or right? I, uh, I think right from when I've seen them before. Okay. So I like, be, like I the be Sykes wrong, role, essentially. Yeah, yeah. But he, he was more of a winger when I've seen him play. And I'm pretty sure, and I'd have to I'd have to look back at the records, but I'm pretty sure he scored against us as well. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's, like I said, early days and, and absolutely will give him time. But you would fully expect Naki Wells to come back in on, on, on Saturday. And then Mimetti, I went seven, and, and Mimetti was my man of the match. And, and maybe there's a little bit of um, emotion to it because he got me off my seat, and, and I like to see that type of player in comparison to Joe Williams not getting it. Um, but I just thought it was a, a, a really good debut. 
And actually, it's it's really harsh to Sam Bell for Sam Bell not to start on Saturday against Sunderland. But I probably would go with Mimetti because I think Sunderland are again the sort of side where you need that kind of clever footballing where Sam's more direct running. Um, but I've got no problem if Sam starts, but I just thought Mimetti's performance would warrant starting probably the next game. Okay. And did then you, Nigel, Nigel went did five. Did you do Vyman or not? Yeah, five for Vyman. All right, sorry. Yeah. Um, um, Nigel went five just because I think it's a game we should have won. Um, and yeah, I think the Mimetti one more than anything, moving him into the 10 and taking Scott off when, when they were tiring um, was the one I wouldn't. So average of, excuse me, 5.73. So the yeah. M- the MOM is between you and um you and Mark. So I went Mimetti, Pat, you've gone Joe. So Well Mark, Joe it's Joe Williams' 50th league appearance as well. Well oh, no, I'm I'm saying to be fair, obviously we now put the poll on, don't we? And you've got, yeah, you've got it on well, the I poll. sent I sent it to you this morning unless you yeah, deleted yeah, but it. Already. I, I wanted you to say who it was. <clears throat> I can't find it, Matt. Ah oh, right. <laughs> got a feeling fifty one percent on it for Mimetti. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think the poll as well. So twenty nine yeah. Williams. Yeah, thirteen so the, Scott, thirteen Atkinson, seven percent Scott. Yeah, so the fans have voted Mimetti man and man. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 interesting comment made there about um, does Mimetti start instead of Bell on 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 Saturday at Sunday? Yeah, and I, I, for me, I, I would because it's going to be a big crowd up there. It's going to be a big test for the players up there, and I yeah. think what happens with players like Mimetti, they they draw more defenders to them, and I think he he will. He will bring some respite because I think we'll be doing a lot of defending on Saturday and he'll bring a lot of respite for us just because of his ability with the ball. And I think he will thrive in that sort of atmosphere. I'm not saying Sam wouldn't at all. Um, And Sam will be a great option to come on. And and if he doesn't go that way, he doesn't go that way. And and, and I think think he probably won't. I think he will keep with Sam Bell because of how Sam has performed over the last few weeks. But I'm with you, Mark. I think Mimetti would thrive in that sort of environment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll try and get through a few tweets. Um, old man Milton Tim, um, on Twitter. Another unbeaten, scrappy to say the least tonight. New boys getting decent minutes too. Can't play, complain too much, really. Uh, Lee was always going to be scrappy. We need to get ourselves two up. Uh, decent performance though. Uh, someone else said, yeah, we would have lost that last season. Uh, Dean Allen, a missed opportunity for City tonight against a dogged Wigan side. Soft goal to concede with little threat up front from us. Mimetti a positive. Cornick yet to make an impact. Vyman awful. Uh, bring back Sykes for Sunderland and go for the win. Very harsh on Andy Vyman there, Dean. Yeah, he wasn't <clears throat> awful. He wasn't awful. No, no, we'll have words with Dean about that one. Um, Robin over here. Important not to get too carried away when we're winning and not too down when we were draw when we draw unexpectedly. Onwards and upwards. And she signed it off, Beth not Ruth. So uh she's finally, <laughs> she's finally, finally accepted it. <laughs> finally accepted that's her name. Um uh Johnny Pine, uh two points dropped, but ten games unbeaten, so mustn't complain. Vyman's final ball. Uh, poor when in several good positions harsh on Sykes not starting we really struggle when we have so much possession first half as this is definitely not our style Stroud didn't disappoint um, Chris Chard a bit scrappy tonight but a point is good Mimetti will score soon Cam, Rob, Joe gave their all Andy ran around um, but didn't quite achieve as he has previously I'll go back to the point I said at the start he's only played you know 10 minutes in the last few games and this is his first start match fitness is massive but what the, what someone was saying there matt around 
um, harsh on Sykes not to start. We said how cohesive they are and how confident they are. They they'll understand that there's now competition for places and and people need minutes. Yeah, exactly. And and also, um, you know, big big game against Norwich on Saturday. Um, yes, he got the winner and he's probably buoyed from that. That there is that bit. Um, you know, I, I had Jeff and Gary talking a couple of weeks back, saying that when you're professionals and you're winning games, you want to keep playing. You know, you're not tired. But they'll recognise that. And and no doubt, Nigel Pearson will have said to Mark Sykes. I'm going to rest you for this one, but you'll be back in Saturday and, and managed it that way. So I do expect him to come back in. I hope it's not a case of we go back to shoehorning Andy Vyman into the side. Andy Vyman is, is is a quality player. We saw that last season, but he's going to have to find himself back in the side when form dictates that. And his performance the other night doesn't dictate him starting on Saturday. So, um, you know, that's, that's an obvious one for me. Sykes would come back in. Yeah. Okay. Um, right, Mark, I need a number from you between 1 and 36 to see who wins a signed Ashton Gate 8 um, poster. So a number between Ooh, 1 and 36. Number 29, please, Patch. 29. Number 29. 29. Right, let's scroll up. 29 is Tears of Acclaim. Mike, hey, yeah. what up, Mikey? So um, we'll be getting that to, to him in the very near future. Uh, if and you... if anyone... Um... Is on Twitter. Follow Tears of Acclaim. Well, at, some of, some at, of mod, is, at Mod Muffin is his is handle. It, yeah, Tears of Acclaim is better. I got to be honest, there, Mike. But, <laughs> um, but very funny, very funny man. Yeah. Um. So Matt, you're driving off up to Wigan and then up to Sunderland in the morning, I, I assume. Yeah, I got a, a one for for Andy Hall here. I've got a Rachford gig in Wigan tonight. Um, oh, right. I thought you were so, going to say a wrestling reference then. No, 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 no. Not unless it really kicks off. <laughs> um, and then yeah, staying at Rachel and Andy's tonight, and then I'll um I'll get up and uh, drive to Sunderland for about ten tomorrow, Brilliant. from ten and get there lunchtime. Yeah. Um, and we've got an office in Sunderland in uh, another Andy Hall that I work with. What? Um, who's a Sunderland fan? Yeah, he's going to meet me for a few beers, and I'm a bit worried because yeah, he likes a few beers. <laughs> God. Right, that sounds all good. Um, we'll be podcasting Sunday morning. Sunday morning uh, early, yeah. We have got, uh, yeah, that's a, another early start. But let's see how we get on. It's going to be an interesting one. What's the crowd we're expecting? 30-odd? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're yeah. top of the top of the league, aren't they, for their crowds? Um, yeah. I've got a feeling it's even more than that, their average. Um, I want to say it's like, is it not 38? I was going to say 38, Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think 38. Um, but I think we're, we're taking a good couple of thousand, I think. Um, I'm sure there's a, a good numbers that are travelling, so... Uh, yeah, it'll be in- interesting to see. Um, and it, it will be interesting to see where we are, this team, because we won't have played in an atmosphere, maybe Norwich to a degree at the start of the season, um, but it, it's a completely different... The, the, the North East, they love their football, don't they? So it will be really interesting to see, um, yeah. see how, how we, we perform from that point of view. It's really hard to find attendances these days. I'm looking on the Sky Sports from the Reading uh, Sunderland Reading match on Saturday. Nowhere does it say the attendance. Right. Uh, but, uh, just one we'll be... final thing, mate. Sorry. Just one final thing. One final thing, ma'am. Um, Neil Warnock's presser yesterday for Huddersfield. Oh, yeah. Yeah. R- brilliant. Where he, he sort of asked the, the, I think he was asked about the way that fans are with him and stuff. And uh, he, he asked him to write the point down, but that he only wants, he doesn't want Bristol City fans when he goes to applaud or have a silence or whatever. He, he <laughs> wants them to be the ones. And do you know what? 
I, I actually, I've got a load of time for Neil Warnock now. God, it'll be, um, it'll be a, an emotional moment when we're yeah. all booing for a minute yeah. at Ashton yeah, Gate yeah. at and, some and point. Maybe he's quite clever with it as well, that he knows that the kind of response, from, certainly from fans like us, that you kind of, you, you change the tack a little bit, that your opinion changes a little bit more on him. Mm. And, and there will be a part of me that thinks, I just wonder what it would have been like to have Neil Warnock as manager. <laughs> um, but yeah, fair, fair play to him. It's it nice to see him say stuff like that. Well, yeah, and Huddersfield away takes on a different edge, doesn't it, now? Absolutely. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> right, we'll leave it there. Thanks, chaps. Great work. Thanks for listening, everybody. Don't forget to follow us over on Twitter at 3PIAPC. We'll be back Sunday. Cheers, all. Take care. See you, Marky. I've been riding low. I've been riding fast. Gonna take this moment, I'm gonna make it last Cause you don't know me Don't be quick to judge Cause I'll tell you something, I don't care that much Don't come around here Preaching your goddamn rules Don't come around here